Just yes. be beside us, be behind us, lead us, cross us over into the new. Let us begin to take hold of this inheritance you have in store for us. Your breath is bringing life to us into all the things you have ahead of us. And we are positioning ourselves in you to receive. We just come today to receive, Lord. We receive everything you have in store for us. Be glorified in today's teaching. Empower us by your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Deuteronomy 31.3 The yes. Lord thy God, he will go over before thee, and he will destroy these nations from before thee, and thou shalt possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before thee, as the Lord has said. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That is the King James Version. Yeah. Because my new King James Version says, The Lord your God himself crosses over before you. Okay, good. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you, and you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said. Wow. What stands out to you once you read that verse? For me, I was like, but I want to hear what you think. Or destroy the nations and the land just as you destroy soul. Take possession. Take possession of the land. God's going to go before us. We don't even have to do anything, really. Amen. Amen. 
yeah, the battle is already, he's, he's going to take care of it. He's going to go ahead of us. And by the time we get over there, the fight is going to be over. The stuff is going to be just there for the possession. We, we're going to get, the, you know, yes. for it, so. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So got to go ahead of us and take care of things that need to be taken care of. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. You guys are saying it perfectly. I want you to see something else that stands out there. Moses is speaking to the Israelites here. Okay. So what fascinates me is Moses is speaking of God going, crossing over before the Israelites to dispossess their enemies in the same breath as Joshua. He's telling a group of people, that God will cross over before you. Joshua will also cross over before you. Mm-hmm. How will he speak of the man in the same breath as he's speaking of God? What qualifies a man to cross over before a nation? Why didn't he just stop with the Lord will cross over before you? And he says Joshua too will cross over before you mm-hmm. in the same breath. Not saying Joshua will lead you as the Lord crosses over before you. No, Joshua too will cross over before you. Placing a man in the position to operate as God. The function of what God was doing right there. Giving the man the authority to know that he can also do that which God is doing. Mm, Okay, yeah. Mm. So this is an entire nation. God was leading them into an inheritance he had for them. So I want us to look at ourselves. God has made this inheritance for us. And right from the Garden of Eden, the devil took it. Adam gave it over. Uh So before we can get it, through Christ Jesus, the sacrifice was made for us to lay hold, to get back this inheritance. But we're not reaching into the fullness of it yet because we're not even doing what Jesus Christ came to do. We're not living knowing that we are children of God. We're not living that spirit to spirit connection with God to operate in God in heavenly places. And so we are not enjoying fully what God has for us. But in order to move into that inheritance, we must first acknowledge where we are right now. Have we positioned ourselves to cross over? Now we're talking about the Israelites. I want you to look at your generation. Because God is raising you to be that man, that woman that will cross before your generational line. You will cross over to the other side into God's kingdom in the spirit realm operating as a son of God you will make room for them to also cross over because you have crossed over so what God was doing in the spirit by crossing over before the Israelites a man was appointed on the earth to also do the same thing remember there was a pillar of cloud that will go before them by day and by night and then Joshua will cross over that is imparting sonship, imparting authority, giving us legal grounds to cross over on the behalf of our generation. And what gives Joshua the right to cross over? What makes him have this confidence to cross over? I just want to read Exodus 33 from verse 9 to 11 quickly for us. 
And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle. And all the people rose and worshipped each man in his tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. Face to face. So everybody else saw a pillar of cloud descending and coming to the door of Moses. And when they would see this huge pillar of cloud descend and sit before the tent, what Moses was beholding was a face-to-face -face encounter with God because it says here that as a man speaks to his friend, face-to-face, -face, the Lord spoke to Moses. Exodus 33, verse 11. And he would return to the camp. So when Moses will finish speaking with the Lord, Moses will return to the camp. But his servant Joshua... The son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. So what qualifies a man to cross over in the same breath as God? In the same function as God? Joshua remained in the tabernacle. Remember, everybody else were in their tents except for Moses and Joshua. Joshua was in the tabernacle with Moses when God will come and he will manifest in a pillar of cloud. And everybody else will see that pillar of cloud come to the door of the tabernacle. Because remember, Moses had his own tent. He took his tent and kept it away from everybody's tent and created a tabernacle. So Moses' tent was the tabernacle. So instead of Joshua sitting in his own tent and watching as everybody else will rise as the, the pillar of cloud will descend upon the tabernacle, Joshua chose to be in the same tabernacle as Moses. And so when the Lord was speaking to Moses face to face, Joshua was in there too. But after that conversation, Moses would leave and go to the camp. But Joshua would remain. Joshua stayed. He stayed. So this is what qualifies Joshua to cross over. To have the authority to cross over in the same vein as God. And this is what will qualify you and I to cross over in the same vein as God. On behalf of our generations. Wherever the Lord has placed us, we are to go forth, cross over, because the Lord has already crossed over before us. And we can't sit back and allow everything that is happening to everybody else happen to us. No, because we have chosen to remain in that secret place with the Lord. To have, to see our entire being restructured, to have our minds renewed, to have our thought process renewed, to have that spirit-to-spirit -spirit connection with the Lord, to begin to stand on behalf of not just ourselves, but our children, not just our children, but our entire lineage, our entire nation, you and I, this is what we are called to do. Joshua didn't have any special birth. 
He didn't have any special characteristics. There was no prophecy about this. There was nothing spectacular about Joshua before now. And we remember that it was Joshua and Caleb that were sent into to the land of the Philistines and he came back. There were 12 of them and 10 of them were like, oh my God, there are giants in that land. The land is filled with, you know, strong people. We cannot overcome them. But him and Caleb, they were like, we're able to go and take over that country. We can possess that nation from the Jordan to the sea. No matter what will come our way, God will give us victory. This is what begins to change an ordinary person to a supernatural person. This is what will qualify us to begin to do the very things that God does. To begin to speak a blessing. To begin to operate in such faith. To begin to stand and be a voice over nations, over people, over our entire lineage. And to see the total destruction of our our enemies. This is how we begin to cut off that bloodline of sickness and disease. And begin to redefine our entire lineage in God's blessings, in God's healing and breakthrough. This is how we begin to take hold of that inheritance that is ours to take. Because somebody else has our inheritance. And God said he will go before us and dispossess them of that which is ours. Hmm. When you put it that way, Nadia, it really makes sense now that, I mean, it says that's what happened in those times. But then I look at it. He's done the same thing for us. He's gone before us. Yes. Amen. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts, and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with him. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you, go for it, go grab your copy, please grab your copy, tell me about it, tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life, tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.